Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, an Chats audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod, recording this one, as always, on a Wednesday evening. Hopefully, you guys have had a great week thus far. Early game this week, Thursday night football against the Jets and Jaguars, but before we get to that, going to recap some of the Jets-Lions game. Another L this week, unfortunately, uh, drops the Jets to 7-7, seven and seven, so heading into this Jaguars game against the 6-8 and eight squad and the Jags, you know, the Jets have their work to do. Got to win out, got to hope for a Patriots loss here to end the year, and the Jets would make the playoffs if all those things went um, the way we're hoping they do. And, you know, the Jets coming up here have the Jaguars next week, Seattle, and the week uh, after that to finish it out in Miami. It's tough. It's going to be a tough It's going to be a tough three games here for the Jets. They have to win out starting a Thursday night in a monsoon, uh, the weather calls for. You know, heavy rains, winds, um, yeah, the Jets are going to have to really play their A game, you know, run the ball, do everything like that in the pouring rain, but we'll get to that in a minute. I do want to go over quickly uh, early in the pod here, some Pro Bowls, uh, some Pro Bowlers for the Jets here. Um, haven't had one since 2019, but that streak comes to an end here as Sauce Gardner, CJ Mosley, Quinn Williams, and Justin Hardy all make the Pro Bowl. Um, that, this is, you know, CJ's fifth Pro Bowl, Quinnen, uh, first, Sauce first, and Justin Hardy, who very much deserves it, uh, is first as well. Pro Bowl alternates here, wide receiver Garrett Wilson, another rookie there, CB Justin Reed, um, who is snubbed in the, in this department here, and kick returner Braxton Berrios are your alternates. So I want to go through each player. And just describe, you know, the season they're having and why they're Pro Bowlers um, in 2022, you know, starting with C.J. Mosley. I think he, you know, in his, I'm not sure what year this is for Mosley. He's a five-time Pro Bowler now. He seems rejuvenated this year. He seems like, you know, all the work he put in the past offseason, you know. A little adversity from Mosley, right? He took the year off. Um, he opted out uh, due to COVID in 2020, 2021. Um, didn't really feel like himself, right? He got injured in that 2019 season uh, in 2021, you know, played well, uh, you know, coming back from that COVID year. But um, 2022 is the year where I think he really finally found himself again and found that Pro Bowl caliber player inside himself. And he's been playing at a, you know, Pro Bowl level, I would say. CJ Mosley, you know, if he was out with injury and he hasn't been, I know people doubt Mosley and they're like, yeah, he hasn't been really all that good. He's just a tackler. He doesn't really make that much of an impact on defense. I think we would see a little bit of a different story if he was out, if he, you know, had to miss a week, um, you know, forbid. But I think Mosley means a lot more to this defense and fans are giving him credit for at the end of the day. And I think Mosley deserves a Pro Bowl, you know, deserve, deserves a fifth Pro Bowl bid here. And he got it uh, for, for the green and white. So um, really awesome for Mosley. Quinn Williams, the former number three pick in the draft by Mike McCagnan back in 2018, um, Quinnen has certainly been, or back in 2019, I should say, Quinnen has certainly been a force, um, of nature this past year, you know, 11 sacks for a defensive tackle is nothing to scoff at. It is, you know, it's a wicked accomplishment for a guy who was doubted early in his career. Is he worth the number three overall selection? Is this guy really going to live up to his draft status? I think we've got that answer, uh, in year three now for Quinnen or four now for Quinnen. It's just been great. Quinnen Williams is going to get the bag this offseason and, you know, well-deserved for a guy who, you know, I, I think at this point in his career has really found himself. I said this about Mosley, but I think he found himself. You know, I think he's, you know, going to be a first-team All-Pro when the All-Pro team gets announced in January. And I think, you know, he's just been great. And I think he's going to get, 
an extension this offseason. He's going to obviously be on the Jets next offseason or next season. And, you know, he's just been outstanding. I can't say enough things about Quinn. And, you know, we missed him in the Lions game, right, this past week. We'll recap it a bit. But it, it, this defensive line wasn't the same. The, the pressure wasn't getting there without Quinn. And I think that just shows how impactful he is, you know, his fourth year here in the green and white. So, yeah, really appreciate everything Quinn's done this year. And hopefully he can finish out the year strong and push the Jets to the playoffs for the first time since 2010. Next one here, Sauce Gardner, a rookie here. In year one, Sauce has been nothing short of phenomenal um, for a rookie. Cornerback, coming into the league, it's always difficult to play corner, no matter, you know, college, pros, any level. It's always hard to play cornerback, but to really just attack the position like Sauce has in his rookie year and play as well as he has above guys like, you know, Xavier Howard. And, you know, you could be, even place him with guys like, you know, um, Pat Sertain of the Broncos, who also made the Pro Bowl. He's right next to him, right? He, he's playing at such a high level for a rookie and you know a 22 year old who is coming into the league and you know it's historically like difficult to play cornerback in the nfl in year one it just is you know you see guys like jeff akuda even Derek stingley who was picked ahead of sauce he's struggling right he's struggling with injuries a bit obviously but you know he's still struggling so to do what sauce has done this season you know to play with guys like pat Sertain here and you know playing up to the standard of dj reed who's a snubbier who should have made the pro bowl um, it's just been nothing short of fantastic. So, you know, you, you love it for Sauce, and he's going to continue playing at a high level. That's another guy who should get an all-pro nod in year one, which is just, I can't even say enough words about Sauce. Special teamer Justin Hardy. This is a special one because Justin, I think, deserved it last year, but the Jets, I don't think, were good enough to get that recognition. They're good enough this year, and I think Justin has played so well on special teams, you know, since he got on the Jets and even back with the Saints. You know, I remember when Hardy signed with the Jets, you know, Saints fans were a little disappointed in, you know, him leaving. And not only is he, you know, great on the field, he's great, you know, as a gunner running and tackling the, you know, returner when there's no fair catch or anything like that. He's just a great leader. And I think the Jets have found themselves a guy, you know, on special teams who is not expendable. He's, he's a special teams guy, right? You always hear the, you know, term expendable when they're not playing offense or defense and they're only on special teams and they don't really make much of an impact on any other unit. But Justin Hardy, I think, does so much on special teams for the Jets. You know, when you, you when you see a punt returner or a kick returner down there, you know, you know Hardy's just gonna be near the ball. You know he's just gonna be near the defender and or near, you know, the punt returner. And it, it's just you can't say again. Enough things about Justin. He's been great. Um, I remember that introductory press conference talking about his mom. It was, you know, very emotional. And um, you can just tell the guy Justin is, the type of guy Justin is, by just listening to that press conference. And I think, you know, this is just super well-deserved for Justin Hardy. So, um, you know, shout-out to him. Shout-out to all four of those guys for making the 2022 Pro Bowl games for the Jets. So really excited to watch that. I believe that's the first week of February. So going to tune into that, see our guys work. Really appreciate it. Um, everything they've done this year and some probable alternates here as well for the Jets. Garrett Wilson, who's had a great, you know, rookie season. He's up to 966 yards. He should finish over a thousand yards as a rookie. You know, he's just been great. This first round draft class for the Jets has just been nothing short of fantastic by Joe Douglas. You know, 2022, this this class can go down as history in history is one of the best classes for any team um, over the past decade or so. So, you know, Fully commend Joe Douglas for his work in this prior draft class here, and Garrett Wilson is nothing short um, of that as well. You know, he's just been a fantastic leader as well on the field on offense. You've seen him speak in the locker room when the team is a little down. 
he's just been great. So um, shout out to Garrett there. Very well deserved. DJ Reed, who I've already spoken about, got snubbed. I do think DJ Reed should have been, a, you know, a starter in the Pro Bowl, to be quite frank. I know they wouldn't put two New York Jets uh, corners in the Pro Bowl. That would just be, uh, you know, senile, right? The Jets can't have two Pro Bowlers in one position, right? I'm kidding. They should uh, because DJ Reed is that good. And, uh, you know, he's been great this year as well. Um, I think he's always played with that chip on his shoulder, 5'9", uh, a little shorter than your average guy in the NFL, but he plays like he's 6'3", right? So it's just been fantastic for DJ as well. Um, and Braxton Berrios, I honestly think Berrios has been a little underwhelming for the majority of this year, but I get while well, he's an alternate, he still has that potential as a kick returner and punt returner, so good for Brax. I still like him. I think he'll find his way again here. Um, I think he's just going through a bit of a you know, rough patch here on the return game. Hasn't really broke any of those, so he's due. I think he's due, and hopefully we get to see one of those against Jacksonville this week. So we're going to go ahead and pivot. Those are your pro bowlers. Um, if you guys want to speak about them more, hit my DMs. Uh, I also posted on my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan um, a little pro bowl post there. But we're already up to nine minutes in this episode, so let's definitely get to a little bit of a Detroit Lions recap here for the Jets. Um, Zach Wilson, getting his first start back since... Um, you know, getting benched and getting benched for that reset, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And I think Zach, if I had the greatest performance, I would probably give him a C plus. Um, I think he's still, you know, he's still missing some of those easy throws. You know, he's still not throwing with consistency. Um, you can see the powers there, right? He threw a dime to Siju Uzama on, you know, a great play design. Uh, early in the game, and then later in the game through a dime to Garrett Wilson, who made a fantastic grab down the sideline, the right sideline. Uh, it was pass interference on the defense, so that just tells you how good of a guy Garrett is so early in his career here. But I think if Zach found that consistency this game, the Jets probably would have had a better shot. I know, I know the defense gave up that fourth and inches, uh, you know, to the tight end. He ran all the way down the field for a touchdown, and the Jets really just couldn't punch it in uh, with a minute 30 left on the clock. Um, and a two-minute drill at the end of the game. But, you know, I think this was a game where the Jets probably should have won. You kind of felt that they were the better team throughout this one, and it's just tough. The Jets are finding themselves in situations where they're in these one-possession games and they really can't finish it because they're playing from behind the entire game. And I think a goal against Jacksonville, even though it's going to be raining a bunch and it's going to be a messy game, a low-scoring game possibly, I think you got to find that rhythm. I think you got to find it early, and I think you have to find it with Bam Knight. I think Michael Carter also looked good. Um, in limited fashion against the uh, Lions, he caught that wobbly pass that should have been intercepted probably, but Michael Carter saved Wilson on that pass. Um, Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, The wheel route that Carter ran down the left sideline, he caught that pass that saved Zach. And I think, you know, in those situations, you just can't throw that ball. I think he was, you know, mainly trying to throw it out of bounds, but it's just tough. Zach is, it's such a roller coaster with him, and you hope he finds that consistency heading into these weeks because these are crucial, crucial games. You know, guys like CJ Mosley have talked about it. We're treating these like must win games. We're treating these like games we have to win. They are games you have to win. If you want to make the playoffs, if you want to make some noise down the stretch here, you got to beat Jacksonville, you got to beat Seattle, and you got to beat Miami. Um, it just, it is what it is, right? These are crunch time. This is what you play for um, a chance for the playoffs, a chance for those big games. So, you know, this is what we asked for, right? Meaningful games in December. Um, you know, these are meaningful, right? <laughs> this day, it really doesn't get more meaningful than this. So the Jets can take full advantage of that tomorrow on Thursday and really just seize the moment here um, under the bright lights uh, at MetLife Stadium. So, yeah, uh, with that, I don't want to go too more 
into the Lions game. I think, you know, uh, we've covered a little bit. There's really not that much to go over. I think the Jets, at the end, should have won. They've lost, you know, five in a row, I think, one possession games now. So it's kind of ridiculous. But, you know, they're trying. I, I see it out there. I see it out on the field. You know, this defense is playing hard. This offense is trying to figure it out. It's just tough. They just can't get it. They can't get an adequate finish for them to win the game, and I think that's what's hurting them right now. That's what has them on this two and five uh, record through seven weeks here. It's tough. It's tough, and it's going to be hard to find your rhythm here with these final three games being must-win games. You know, all the pressure's on you uh, at night. You know, in this Thursday game coming up here, it's going to be tough. But I think they could do it. I think the Jets can come out on top against the Jaguars. But I'm not going to pick them to win because I haven't seen that consistency as of yet. So hopefully, we see a little bit more down the stretch here, especially for a guy like Zach Wilson, who is playing for his job at this point in the season. And you know, it is what it is. We'll see how he performs under the bright lights at MetLife Stadium. On Thursday night, uh, on Fox locally, by the way, I had a few, um, I had a few folks ask me, uh, what channel is it on? Is it only on Amazon Prime Video? It's not. It's on Fox locally. So if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, you can watch it on Fox, uh, Channel Five. Um, and then, uh, if you're not in the area, you're going to have to either subscribe to Amazon Prime or watch it on Twitch TV um, online. So those are your streaming options. Streaming options there for the game. Coming up in just under 24 hours. You know, we're going to preview some of that now. So heading into this one, Zach Wilson is expected to start again with Mike White out. Yet again with a ribs injury. Uh, not sure the timetable on White. Salah says week-to-week valuation. So we're going to go by, who knows, uh, it could be next week against Seattle. Hopefully, you know, Zach plays poorly. White is back as soon as possible. If Zach plays pretty decent, he pulls out the win. Um It'll be interesting. I'm not sure if Jets fans are going to be too patient with Zach here. Uh, he likely has a short leash, but if he impresses on Thursday, I think he might get the nod on, um, you know, in Seattle uh, against the Seahawks team that's been really struggling. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Salah handles the QB situation moving forward, especially if Wilson plays up to up to standard uh, heading into these next few weeks. But overall, you know, it's going to be a really Really run-heavy game, I would say. It's going to rain pretty heavily, so you would hope that the Jets can take full advantage of that and try to run the ball with Dan Knight, who's been pretty explosive these past few weeks. Um, Lions actually did a good job, though, shutting down the run, so it's going to be interesting how they could really step it up, especially that offensive line, who has also been struggling um, these last few weeks. It feels like, you know, Zach Wilson didn't have that much time in the pocket, it felt like, really couldn't open up those running lanes, so hopefully they can get those rolling. against, you know, Jacksonville defense that isn't the best. Uh, the Jets actually throughout these next three weeks aren't going to face, you know, top-tier defenses. This is a time to really score points, take advantage on the ground, um, and expose some of the defensive weaknesses that Jacksonville offers. And, you know, guys like Trayvon Walker, uh, the Jaguars' number one overall pick from this past year, isn't going to play. Uh, Foley Fadokasi, former Jets player here, defensive tackle, isn't going to play. So there were some dudes. There were some guys on defense that has really have really helped them throughout this year. So this is time to take, you know, take full advantage and try to win the game. Win a must-win game in December at MetLife Stadium, and you know, you're on the front page of the New York Post with you know a smiley face instead of a frown face, you know, a good headline instead of a bad headline. You know what I'm saying? So you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh I'm very nervous. <laughs> this is a must-win game in December. I don't think the Jets have had one of these in quite a while, so um it's gonna be a good one. I do. I think it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a hard fought game for both of these teams and yeah, I really can't wait. I think it's going to be really exciting. And, uh, you know, the, Jet, the Jets are coming into this one relatively healthy, I would say, other than a few bumps and bruises here. I believe Jeff Smith and Denzel Mims are out uh, for this contest here. 
Um, I can actually pull up the injury report right now. Bam Knight, questionable. He'll play. Quinn Williams, questionable. He'll likely play as well. Marcus Joyner, questionable with that hit, which he suffered last week. We'll just add it to the injury report late. He'll likely play as well. Um, yep, Jeff Smith, Denzel Mims, Mike White, obviously with the rib injury, and Brandon Eccles are out. Um, so some key depth pieces are out, but you know, in regards to starters, Corey Davis is back as well, which is huge. Uh, they missed him on that outside blocking. Especially on those running running plays, I feel like Corey Davis has done such a good job. You know, uh, you know, on those out on the outside uh, blocking plays that he that he executes so well. So really excited to have him back as well. So, you know, with that, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here because we're already almost at 17 minutes here. Don't want to keep you guys too long, but that's a little bit of a recap of the Lions game. A little bit of a preview of the Jags game and, you know, naming out some of our Pro Bowlers, which, you know, the Jets haven't had multiple Pro Bowlers since 2018. So this is, you know, certainly a step in the right direction for the franchise. And it seems like we've turned a page in terms of player development um, and, you know, how how hopefully potential free agents view this team heading into March. And I think, you know, it's going to be really interesting this offseason. Don't want to talk too much offseason here, obviously, because we still have games to win, games to be played. But, it's going to be super interesting how this team has developed this season. I think we're at a much faster pace than fans have anticipated, so it's going to be really cool to see how this team develops moving into 2023 and beyond. So really appreciate everyone tuning into this episode of the Game Plan Podcast. I feel like we got to a lot, so that's really good. Um, if you guys want to talk about it more, head over to my Instagram, at New Jets Game Plan, Twitter, at New Jets Game Plan. Um, make sure you follow me on both of those platforms there. I post uh, daily on most of them, so make sure you head over there. Let's talk some Jets and enjoy this season as we're heading into a must-win game in MetLife Stadium. Doesn't really get better than this, guys. So really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode, um, and I'll see you next week.